Advent always seems to simply slip past me. It goes so fast. But now we are here at this joyous feast day. For those of you who are visiting from somewhere else or who only find yourselves here occasionally, welcome to Blessed Sacrament. We are happy that you are here on Christmas with us to worship our Lord together. Because tonight we gather in vigil and we await something amazing. I was joking with the servers before Mass that when we put Jesus in the manger, I think he's a little preemie here by a few hours, right? It's technically... Christmas is tomorrow. (laughs) But tonight we gather in vigil and we await something amazing and incredible. Tonight we join Mary and Joseph in the manger as they awaited the birth of their son. Tonight we join those animals who awaited something they could not understand and yet they were still drawn there because their creator had called out to them. And tonight of all nights, we are filled with hope. Whether we want to be or not, we are filled with hope. Because tonight we remember that Christ is born. Tonight we remember the moment when God came down from heaven to earth. Tonight we celebrate something beautiful and terrible all at once. Something that brings unexplainable and uncontrollable joy to our hearts. But then when we ponder the mystery of it, It reminds us of the weakness of our humanity. But tonight, God showed us his plan to save that weak humanity, to save us, to strengthen us, and so that we hope and we wish and we dream that what is in our heart tonight, that peace and that joy that comes straight from our Creator, that peace and joy which overwhelms our hearts, we dream tonight that that will last forever. Because tonight, our worldly concerns melt away and our troubles fade into the background. Because tonight, we can just be with the one who created us and loves us and continues to love us forever. God says to each of us tonight, no more shall your people call you forsaken or your land desolate, but you shall be called my delight and your land espoused, for I delight in you. And maybe we didn't realize we needed someone to say that to us. Maybe we've been stuck in the mess of this life for so long we've forgotten that it doesn't have to be that way. Maybe we didn't realize how much we needed someone to save us. But tonight, whether we asked for it or not, our Savior is born. And our hearts can't help but rejoice because our hearts know what our eyes cannot see and our ears cannot hear. Our hearts know that tonight, the one who has loved us forever is born. And our hearts know that he has come to save us and to destroy the wickedness in this world and to lead us out of that sinfulness that imprisons us and show us the way back home.
Our hearts know he is here to bring us to heaven. They know he's here because God wants us back. And he's going to come and show us how to be people after his own heart. When we're bombarded by the things of this world, it's easy to forget we don't need any of the stuff in this world. We only need God and his love for us. And we forget that this same God of ours is the one who creates all things, the sun and the moons and the trillions and trillions of stars and galaxies out there, and all the sea and the fish and the birds and the beasts and the trees and the flowers, everything. And this same God creates each of us out of love. But unlike all those other things I mentioned, when he creates us, he makes us in his image and in his likeness. And he gives us the terrible ability to choose whether we love him or not. To be happy, all we have to do is choose him. Sadly, much of humanity has chosen not to do that because it's not quite as simple as it seems. Consciously or not, many of us have chosen to love the passing things of this world instead of God. And in some tragic cases, we see some people angrily choose to hate God. Perhaps they blame him for their pain and suffering. But every one of us has been harmed by the sorry state of human affairs that Adam and Eve's rejection brought us. In fact, even in that genealogy we read, that long genealogy who we don't even know who half those names are, and honestly, half the reason the priest reads it is so the lectors feel bad about the rest of the year when they have the hard words. <laughs> but in that genealogy, those are people who really existed, and a lot of them were pretty terrible. They led Israel to false worship. They built temples to pagan idols. They slaughtered animals and sometimes their own children in worship of demons. These are the people in Jesus' family tree. These are the people he came to save. And it's in the midst of all that darkness that Jesus, God with us, was born. It's in the midst of all that that God comes into time and he descends down from heaven and lives with us on earth and brings a light that will never fade, that the darkness cannot conquer. Because evil and wickedness, they did try to stop him, to conquer him. They put their best effort into it and they got him on the cross. And they thought they had won. But they didn't. And in fact, that moment they thought was their victory was the moment of their defeat. Because on that cross, this little baby destroyed the power of evil and wickedness that was held over the world, the power of death. He destroyed it all and showed that we who are united to God, we who are united to our Creator, we cannot die. We will not die. And on this Christmas day, our hearts are filled with hope because we know that this small and helpless child who was born in a manger full of animals and laying in a food trough has brought us salvation. God can save all of us with that. 
He is the one who conquers evil and destroys death for us. This little baby who we celebrate today opens the gates of heaven and frees us from the control that sin might have over us. And we might have heard these things and known them in our head, but tonight it's not about what our heads know. Tonight it's about what we know in our hearts. Our hearts are filled with hope and joy and celebration when they see this little child at the sight of the one who came to save us. I don't know about you, but walking in tonight, I could barely keep myself together at the amount of joy. We hope for salvation and eternal life. And on Christmas Day, that hope is restored. We know that we'll still have weariness and exhaustion and suffering and even death in our lives, but we come away tonight with our hearts strengthened by hope because tonight Jesus Christ is born and he will destroy the wickedness on this earth and he will reign over us as Emmanuel, the promised of ages, the God who loves us enough enough to come down and live with us. And so for each of us, the question tonight is very simple. Am I going to follow this little baby to eternal glory? Or am I going to settle for the passing pleasures of this world that don't really satisfy? Tonight, our hearts know the answer. They almost leap out of our chest with the answer. We almost explode as they try to show us the way we need to go. So do we have the courage to listen? <laughs>